I learned a phrase many months ago from a parishioner. Some of you may have heard her say this as well. Uh, and the phrase is, COVID fine. And here's how you use the phrase. Somebody asks you, how are you doing? The answer could be, COVID fine. <laughs> it's not the same thing as regular fine. But I think at this stage, we know what that means. We've been living in this mode for long enough that we have learned. And yet, now, at this point, just a few days ago, in fact, things have started shifting. Things are starting to change. We're looking out towards a new chapter, and so this moment right here is an inflection point, which is both exciting and, honestly, a bit disorienting. And it's been said that what we may expect for the months ahead are two possible things that may come. On one hand, we may see something like a modern-day Roaring Twenties. We also may see tsunamis of grief. Or we may see both. You yourselves may have experienced some moments in recent days of elation with the excitement and the goodness that's coming, and you also may have noticed some sense of a taking stock of what has been lost. People, lives, even time that has been valued because we have had to do without some of these things. Grief has an interesting way of sometimes waiting until it's safe to come out, and then it shows up in our lives. And so it is at today, at this moment of inflection that we find ourselves, that we remember the ascension. You think about those disciples who had been following Jesus for years, and then they went through seeing their leader, their, their rabbi, their teacher, their friend, seeing him crucified and die before their eyes, but then rise from the dead, and then he stays. And the Bible tells us about how he teaches and he spends time with them. He eats meals. He breaks bread. For 40 days, the risen Christ is walking on the earth among them. But then, as all seasons do come to an end, that season came to an end too. And it's time for him to say goodbye. And he says these final words that we just heard in the gospel. And he raises his arms. And then he's lifted up into the clouds. In the reading that we heard today, we hear about the disciples experiencing great joy, but I can't believe that they didn't also feel some grief, some loss, and certainly some disorientation. In the version of this that is written in the book of Acts, the same story is told, but we get a few different details. And in Acts, I love the part where the disciples are caught staring up at the clouds and some heavenly beings show up and say, what are you looking at? You've got work to do. Gary Trudeau, back in the mid-80s, said that our country had changed from one that wanted to be good to one that wanted to feel good. And if this was true 35 years ago, it may in fact be even more true today. And I think about in the church, are we also possibly guilty of this? 
where we gather and we come to our life in, in a worshiping community hoping that we will feel good, but rather what we are being given the opportunity to be is to be good and to learn what that means, to grow. The disciples, when they said goodbye to their Lord and he left, you know what happened is the training wheels came off. They went from being disciples to being apostles, which means from being followers to being leaders. And their journey is our journey. We are entrusted with that same spirit that was promised to them and that came at Pentecost, that spirit that is present to us today, right now. That spirit that empowers us as well as challenges us, causes us to grow and to leave our comfort zone so that we can be more than we would have been without encountering that power that God gives. And I pray that we come out of this experience what we've learned, uh, that we come out of it with wisdom. And we come out of it with a better sense of value, the value of things that we formerly took for granted because they were just expected and easy, things like shaking hands, being able to see each other's faces most of the time, um, but also a value of life. If you've been looking at the news, the headlines, pretty much every day this last week, as hard as this looming and long uh, ordeal that we've been facing in, in this relatively privileged country, um, we see people that are facing dire circumstances right now. It should tug on our heartstrings. It should call us to be awake with compassion. What is happening in India right now? And what is happening tragically in the Holy Land the, the land of Israelis and Palestinians, and the suffering that is going on. There was an account that I heard many months ago earlier in the pandemic, and it has stuck with me ever since. And it is very present to me today. And I, I will say a small disclaimer. I like to not repeat uh, accounts or anecdotes in sermons. I said this in a sermon, but this is a sign of the times. I said it in our Thanksgiving sermon. We had a couple dozen people in person and the recording didn't work. So only a couple of you, a few of you have heard this before. But back in World War II, when London was being bombed by the Nazis and the Blitz was taking place, people went down underground into the tube system. They were down in those subway stations, and if you've ever been to London and taken the train under, underneath uh, the surface of that city, um, you know what it's like, it, the, the cylindrical-shaped stations. And the people were huddled together, and they were waiting out the bombing before they could, in relative safety, return back up to the surface area. And you know what happened is when people were gathered, they realized that the acoustics were wonderful. And down in those subway stations, people began to sing with one another. These groups of people became community, huddled together. And they sang hymns. And that got them through that experience. A terrible, terrible experience, but the one thing they had was having each other. We have 
each other. And more and more, we get to have that goodness of the core of our St. John's community, a community that has grown and expanded and become in many ways a church without walls and always forever will be, our core will be this central gathering through which the Spirit will move and will cause us to grow so that we will learn what it means not to merely come to this place so that we may feel good, but so that we will grow as people of faith and be good. Amen.